Welcome to the Transform Her Podcast, the show for single women who want to grow in their faith and live an abundant life as a Christian single. I am your host, Pamela Smith, and my mission is to inspire, inform, and empower single women all over the world to create an amazing life as a kingdom single woman. So if you are ready to transform your life and get out of your own way and become that kingdom single woman God created you to be, then you are in the right place. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to our show. Welcome to another episode of Transform Her Podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Smith. How are you doing out there? I hope you're blessed and I hope you are highly favored of God. And we're going to jump right on in tonight and on this topic that we're going to be talking about is... Three practical steps into preventing emotional sex. Three practical steps into preventing emotional sex. And you probably want the emotional sex. And it is so important to, in the world of dating as Christian singles. We talk about our physical boundaries in things and we talk about our spiritual boundaries. But we never talk about emotional boundaries. And there are some emotional boundaries that we need to set when it comes into dating as a Christian single person, a single woman. And as you're getting out there, getting back into the dating game, you got to set some uh, emotional boundaries because our emotions can get so involved and so tied up very quickly that when things don't go the way we come unwind, become depressed, become bitter, we are hurt and we feel like, okay, we're back in the same situation that we were in before. So on your journey of getting back into Christian dating, begin to set yourself some emotional boundaries. And, and it's just so important. I didn't think about this myself in, until I um, was reading a book um, by, I believe her name is Deborah. I can't think of her last name, but I'll get it for you. <laughs> um, and she talks about this and she talks about the emotional boundaries that we have to be careful of. And as I was reading, I'm learning, I'm like, wow, this is so important. I wanted to come on and share it with you guys here on the podcast that are out there as Christian singles and they're out there dating and you're getting back into the dating game, which is okay. Um, we talk about a lot of boundaries on here. We talk about setting our standards on here. We talk about setting, you know, goals and what to do and what not to do when we're out dating. Excuse me, which is very important that we set these things because we don't want to go into our new Christian day in the same way we would date when we were in the world. You're in two different areas. Now you're in, those are two different things, you know, in the world you dated one way and now you're, you're saved and you give your life over to the Lord and you're dating as a Christian. There are different standards. So I want to talk about emotional boundaries and, um, a lot of times we think about emotional boundaries and I mean, we're just going to run into it. It becomes sexual and we know how that is. And, um, if you're a Christian and you're dating and you have not had sex, you've been celibate, you know, that's what you've done. You never had sex. You haven't had sex or you're someone that has had sex and, um, you you may set a goals. I know there's a lot of people out there, singles that have come to the point in life to say, you know what? From this point on, I'm not going to have sex until I meet that person that God has for me. And that is great. And that's something I always want to stress on the podcast is that sometimes when we're talking about dating and we're talking about being singles as Christian, there are a lot of single Christian women out there who have already been sexually active, who have kids, 
and you know those emotions are there and it's okay and it's okay that that when you come back and get your life to God or when you begin to change put it like that your perspective on dating as a Christian I mean I did it myself you know I begin to say you know what from this day forward no more sex no sex when I meet anybody I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait until I get married again before I even have sex and it's amazing it is um it's very hard to do if you've already been sexually active. Those of you are out there who's, who's never had sex, it's a little easier to do versus some women that are out there who've already been sexually active to say, you know what, I'm going to, and I'm not turning off from that, but I'm turning it off to a point where I'm learning to wait on God and meet that right person. So, it is, and you know, it's okay. And I, I just wanted to share that little tidbit. I was a little commercial thrown in there. Is that it's okay. It's okay to say, you know, people will say, well, you're not a virgin. Okay, well, whatever. But spiritually, I'm a spiritual virgin. I'm changing my mind. I'm, I'm going to wait until I meet that person. Yes, I may have been sexually active in the past. Yes, I may have been sexually active, whatever. I got kids, whatever. But God is a God of a second chance. And God has given me a second chance to say, you know what, this time around, I'm not going to do it. No matter how much someone pressures me, that person must not, it's not for me, move on. If he can't accept the fact that I say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm not going to have sex until I get married again. If they can't accept that, let them go, let them move on, whatever. You know, he's not worth it. He's not the one. Because if he doesn't respect the fact that you wanted to change and set boundaries to say, you know, it's okay that we date and we go out and stuff. But when it comes to sex, I'm not having sex with anyone. And I'm turning that off. And so I just want to share that because there's a lot of you out there when it comes to being Christian singles. And, you know, people talk about it. It's always seems like they're talking about those who, who are Christian singles, never been sexually active, don't have kids and all that. But we forget about those single women out there who have kids and who's been sexually active. Because once you get that, it's just like, I would say, just like crack. You get that first hit, you want, you chase it after that hit, you chase it after that hit. And you want it to be the same hit and it never happens. But we have to make that decision. You have to make that decision to say, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. 2019 is going to be my year of saying no more sex. None. And it's going to be hard. And I'm going to be honest with you. The enemy is going to bring on the pressure. Man, he's going to bring it on hard. Because he knows, especially if that's your thing. And he will bring it on. He will bring other people around. He will bring the right thing in front of you. You smell stuff. You know, you got the smell going on. The movies coming on. The songs. Oh, my God. You got them songs that come on. Those love songs. We all know. We all got our favorite songs that come on. And when you hear it, it's like, all right. It's time to go. You know, you get in that mood. Um, but it, it becomes very hard, but you can do it. Hear me. You can do it. Keep God in the forefront of your mind. Keep him focused. And you know what? One thing I'm learning with that in doing this, because it's been, I want to say, probably about two years for me now. It's been hard, guys. It's been hard. But I do, I want to tell you that um, you can do it. You know, you can do it. It's going to be rough. And it's okay. And if you fall short one day, you slip up and do it. It's okay. Get back up. Lord, forgive me. I'm going to push even harder. And I'm going to keep doing this thing. Don't ever let no one tell you you can't. Because you can. You can do it. It's okay. You know, it's you. It's your body. It's your choice. 
And a lot of, lot of us out there, we didn't have the tools earlier. No one taught us that. You know, people just say, don't do, don't have sex, da, 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 when you're growing up. But when you happen, they don't tell you the feeling. So it's okay if you fall short. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But we serve a God that loves us and he's forgiving. So if you fall short, pick yourself back up, get back on this horse and ride it out and say, you know what, I'm going to get back up. I messed up, but I'm not going to mess up again. I'm not going to fall for it again. And you keep it going. So, you know, when we talk about this emotional boundaries, a lot of it's sex. is is a, it's, you know, that's emotional boundary. Because when you've been out there, you haven't had it. You know, you've been going for three years. You've just settled for what I have long and you never had sex. Okay. But those of you out there who've had sex before, who got kids or who don't even have kids, but you had sex, you were sexually active. And you come to the point in your life saying, you know what? No more. I want to wait. I want to wait on that person God has for me. I want, I don't want to get involved with anybody. If I go out on that, I'm not having sex with anybody. So that's where that emotional boundaries come in. Because what happens is because you've been holding it in for so long and you finally go out, you finally meet that person and, and you guys are talking and, and you're getting in this close relationship and you start, those emotions start to trigger the floodgates start to open up. And you're sitting like there, what I'm going to do? Those feelings start. So that's why we talked about in a couple of other podcasts about what to do when you're out dating, where to go, and things that, are, that you don't need to do. You got to know your triggers. You got to know the things that turn you on. And you know, got to know what to stay away from. Even songs. You got to know what songs you don't need to listen to because if you listen to that song, and it's okay, you got to learn your triggers. You got to learn that. So you got to know when you get in those situations what to do. Okay, it doesn't mean you don't never date anybody. You stay cooped up in your house and don't go out and you scared to date. No, God didn't design that for that. He wants us to learn how to control things and learn how to deal with things, not take them and shut them up and say, well, I'm just never going to go out and meet anybody. No, he's not saying that. He's trying to teach us how to control them and do them the right way. So, you know, as we're going, one of the first things, and I want to talk about three things. And I'm, I'm hoping it will be a blessing to someone. Um, one of the first things I want to talk about is don't pray together. When you're on a date and you, you've met someone and you find yourself that you guys are getting really serious and everything, um, you don't need to pray together. And money, you're probably not just saying, what? I thought we need to pray together. That's a good thing. That's a good sign. I thought that too. But to be honest with you, it's not. At the beginning. Okay, we're at the you're at the beginning of a dating relationship. You should be focused on getting to know that person. You guys focus on, on each other. You focus on enjoying the time with each other. You focusing on that. Prayer together should be the last thing right now that you focus on. That prayer is for between you and God because prayer is very intimate and prayer is very emotional and personal. So it's okay for you guys to pray for your relationship separate. But coming together, you're probably saying, "Why not?" I'm, you know, because, um, because what happens is when you come together and you're praying together, those emotional ties get in there because you're talking and you're praying about personal emotional things. Personal things start to come up in prayer. You know, when you start praying, it's just you and God. You really begin to let go. Well, what do you think happens when you with someone and you guys are together and this person you're dating and y'all in prayer and now all of a sudden all these emotional things come up that you haven't told him. By now he's sitting there looking at you like, do I really want to be with her? You know, so that is not the time.
time. It's the beginning of your relationship. And I think a lot of us mess up in that area. It's the beginning of our relationship. And we thinking about marriage and everything else, children, house, picket fence, and new cars. We think of all this stuff. And we're not enjoying the dating. Come on. How many of y'all there have been in the situation? You didn't ever enjoy the dating process, the courting process. You didn't enjoy it because you got emotionally tied into it. So guys, enjoy it. Go out. You guys enjoy each other's company. Do some crazy stuff. Go out and skiing or, or bungee jump or scuba diving. You guys enjoy each other's company. And you're praying about the relationship separate because then when the, if it's right and you know it's right, there's going to be a time where then you're going to be praying together. But at the beginning of your relationship, don't pray together. You don't, that's the first thing. Don't, don't be sitting there trying to pray together, speaking in tongues, falling out. He's going to be looking at you like you think you in church going to lay hands on him. You're going to run him away. You run him away. So use your prayer time for you personally. After you go out and you guys, then you go home and then you pray about your relationship. Let me get thank God. So that's the number one thing. Don't pray together. Okay. Because that's just like you, you get getting too deep. You know, we get too deep. And we, we, now we don't, I mean, many of you probably can think and start sitting back, start sitting really close your eyes and thinking about the relationships you've been in. And when you first started with this person, you met this person, you know, you went from zero to a hundred in a couple of weeks and he's looking at you like, all right. And you back of your head, you thinking of marriage, walking down the aisle, how many bridesmaids you're going to have, what flowers you're going to get, what color your wedding going to be, where you going to home. You thinking about all this and he, he ain't thinking about none of that. And then when he realized it, you know, then you realize, but this ain't the person doesn't work. You break up. Now your heart is broken. Why? Because you got so, you didn't set no emotional boundaries. You got so involved so quickly that when it didn't work out, you're heartbroken. And now you're sitting there, hey, man, I don't want to deal with men. You know, we fisting and fussing. Don't do that. Enjoy the beginning of the relationship. Enjoy each other's company. Enjoy going out to dinner. Enjoy doing some fun things. Going to the movie theater. Going to some concerts. Going to the ballet. Go play some golf. Enjoy each other's time. So the first one is the first of the um, practical steps in preventing emotional sex. Emotional sex is don't pray together. Okay. Second was know when to open up and when not to. Ladies, I heard Steve Harvey say this too. You know. You guys give out too much information too soon. Don't give out all the information. Remember, he is not your BFF. He is not your best friend. He is not your girlfriend. He is the guy that you just started dating and you're trying to get to know each other. So, you know, don't give out too much. Don't open and tell them everything. Some of you just open and tell them all your business. And you tell him about your crazy cousin, and then he looking like, is she crazy about your mama? And you tell him about stuff that didn't happen in your childhood, and you go tell him about all this stuff, and now he's sitting there like, do I really want to be with you? Because you crazy. And then he disses a beer, and then you're mad. You're mad because sometimes you share too much information. Know when to open up and when not to. Know the time. You know, open up a little at a time. A little at a time. You know, that... The beginning of relationships is the time that you want to get to know each other. So, you know, you can let your guard down a little, a little at a time, but don't give out all the info. Don't tell them everything. You got to know when to open up and when not to open up. You know, when you should open up to share your communication. 
but have limits. Have limits. Set limits on what you share and what you're not share. Okay? There are times that you got to open up and then there's going to be times where you're just going to have to withhold information. Because it may not be that time. And if he's not opening up neither, that's what he's doing. He's opening up a little. And women, we complain because uh, he don't talk. He won't share. He won't open up. I don't know. You know, nothing about him. He won't say anything. Because men do that. They do it a little at a time. Think about it, ladies. Some of the relationships you've been in. Think about it. He didn't open up at the beginning. You know, he let you open up. He shared a little thing and that was it. Next time you went, he shared something else. That was it. Because he's building his trust. He's learning to see if he can trust you with very important information that's to his heart. And he's not going to open up to you by information that's close to his heart if he can't trust you. If he can't trust you, you ain't going to go blab it off to your girlfriends, to your mom, to everybody else. And now you're talking behind his back because maybe he was molested as a kid. Or, you know, maybe this happened, he was abused or he was beat. Or maybe, you know, he's not as smart as you think he is. And he begins to open it up to you because he trusts you. And then you go blab it off. So as men, they take their time to open up. They know when to open up and when not to. And they know what to bring you in with and what to bring you not into. So your relationship should be be seen as a journey of trust building. Building a little trust a little at a time. We don't build that in relationships. You start dating someone, you start finding all this information, you know, and now, you know, you don't trust because you think he's still talking to his girlfriend, you're still talking to this person, and the trust is not there. You cannot be in a relationship, marriage or dating without trust. You got to have trust. Without trust, you might as well forget it. Because if I can't trust you to do this or trust you to do that, trust you to be where you say you're going to be, why do we need to be dating? Why do we need to be in the relationship? Period. Why do we need to be courting? So when you start dating, know when to open up and when not to stop giving all the information on the first date. He knows about your whole family tree on the first date. The first date is for you to enjoy each other's company. Take time. Don't give it all out at one time. Um, third one is avoid talking about commitment before you actually commit. Okay, it's a problem when you commit to the future before you actually commit it to the present. As I said, many of you start committing to the future. You planning your wedding day? Y'all just went on your first date. You know, you just went on your first day. You just met. You just went on your first day, and now the first day you at home looking through the bridal magazines. You going to the bridal shop. You know, you getting you looking through the cake magazine. You starting to plan a wedding. Y'all just went on the first day. You know, don't do that. You're you're making commitments before there even is a commitment. He hasn't even committed to the relationship yet. Neither one of you committed to relationship. You didn't build a house, white picket fence, wedding, bridesmaids, trip, honeymoon, how many kids y'all gonna have? His job, your job. You committed all this, and you haven't even got the committed relationship yet. You see what I'm saying? You guys haven't even committed to saying we're we're in a relationship. You know, we're still dating. You know, I don't know what to call it. What are we dating? Are we in a relationship? Boyfriend and girlfriend, check the box, yes or no. You know, you don't know. So avoid talking about commitment. You know, don't your first two, three dates jump in the conversation. You're talking about commitment. 
he gonna be looking at you like i'm not ready to commit we just started dating and he may be dating other people because he hasn't committed to dating to the relationship with you you can't get mad and we do that we get mad because we figure well we're going out me and him and it's us and we get together and you figure you can't he can't see nobody else and stuff like that did y'all agree on it did y'all have a conversation about this the type of relationship or type of you know y'all having y'all ain't even in a relationship y'all just dating so don't get upset if he's seeing other people don't get upset if he's talking to other people you guys haven't made a commitment yet you've committed already in your heart and you haven't even committed in your head and that's where those emotional boundaries step in you gotta set emotional boundaries so your emotional boundaries avoid talking about commitment don't start talking about a future and you haven't dealt with the present yet that's an emotional bound set the boundaries for yourself you know nope i'm not going to talk about that we're going to talk about what's going on today how the relationship is is there going to be a commitment you know is he going to commit am i going to commit because sometimes you may not want to be committed you may not want to be in that relationship you know that may not be the one for you so avoid that avoid it so so much okay so those are three practical steps um of preventing emotional sex it's those emotional boundaries for getting yourself caught up in a sexual relationship with someone that you really don't even want to be involved in and then after sex it's like you didn't even like the person because you let your emotional boundaries down you let your guards down keep them up keep them up keep them up you know as i said number one was don't pray together number two was know when to open up and not to talk and number three is avoid talking about commitment so i hope that helped you ladies i hope you got a little bit out of that to kind of help you guide you on your dating journeys you know as you're out there dating and you getting yourself involved and getting yourself out there. and even for those of you who are not dating keep notes take notes so when you start you know you have your notes and you know what to do and what not to do because it's, it's important that we do it the right way this time around if many of you like me you know i've been there done that i'm gonna save all my life so you know in the world you dated a certain way you didn't do this do that so when you come to and then for some of you that are like me that's been married and you get divorced and now you're divorced and now you're getting back into the dating game it's a whole different game everything has changed the players are still the same but everything is different and so you don't know what to do so you know hopefully some of the steps kind of help you focus and get yourself on track so you won't get in bad relationships you know so you won't get in abusive relationships so you set your emotional boundaries don't allow yourself to get so emotionally attached to someone and you guys haven't even made a commitment yet okay don't allow it to get that way because many of us go into relationships with our emotions and we're not even going in with our heads and thinking this is how we end up in bad relationships we get in a bad abusive relationship because we did what we went in it with our emotions we didn't go in it with our head we didn't go in it with the spirit how many of you took the spirit of God with you in the relationship? Because if you did, it would have told you, nope, nope, this is not the one. How many of you out there, he told, nope, nope, not the one. You just avoided it. So it's very, very important. Very, very important. So I hope you guys got something out of this podcast. And I hope you were blessed in the podcast. 
and just let me know as always sharing is caring let someone of us know that we are here and i'm laying a blessing if there's some things you want to talk about you know post them and send me an email you know email me at transformation18 at yahoo.com and i will get your emails and read if there's some topics you want to talk about and everything i am here i am here i love you all thank you all for joining me you've reached the end of another episode of transform her podcast this podcast has been brought to you by our sponsor gethsemane temple full gospel church 2050 thomas best parkway in rocky mountain north carolina stop on by if you are in the area for a more encouraging word and if you love this episode head on over to google podcast spotify stitcher to subscribe rate and leave a review and that is very 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 much a appreciate it so until next time ladies you guys be blessed be who god called you to be and i love you until next time bye-bye